Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jim Inman, one of the hosts of the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're starting our podcast tonight on a more solemn note as we remember and reflect on the memory of Mike Gorman's goatee, which disappeared from his face just a few days ago. Alberto and I are here with you. Chris is on assignment this week. And Alberto and I felt that it was very important to remember and to share the legacy of Mike Gorman's goatee. Alberto, did you have any words you wanted to share with our listeners before we get started? I'm going to miss stroking it on the ride from the airport to his hotel at KetoCon. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Keto Man Club podcast. Jim Inman here along with Alberto. <laughs> So we, we as we plan our show each week, a lot of it does come kind of off the cuff in the minutes leading up to the discussion and whatnot. And uh, we just uh, recorded our podcast with Berto a few days ago after he did his marathon. And, and then Mike Gorman, our buddy, a guest on the show, the host of the Fat Guy Forum, fantastic guy, keto through and through and through, puts this post up in the uh, Keto Man's Club group that he shaves his goatee, which is like a signature item. What Do you have any idea why he did this, Berto? I honestly have no idea. Yeah, maybe maybe it was just time. I don't know, but I mean, I, if you got enough willpower to grow it that long, I, I don't see why you would stop. But I guess we'll just have to ask him when we see him. Well, I, I, you may see him before I do. You may talk with him before I do because I won't be face to face with him until we get to Austin and KetoCon later this year. But um, I just, you know, it's it like I said, it's part of his signature look and everything, and it's 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 come off. It, it doesn't mean that it can't grow back, but we'll just we'll just see how it goes. So we wanted to start um, with a, a special tribute though to uh, Gourmet's uh, goatee and uh, and wish him well. So um, as I mentioned though, a few days back, we talked to um, our good friend. Alberto here about his marathon or his half marathon. How's the recovery going now, sir? Oh, actually, and surprisingly well, all things considered. I mean, given the, the what I would say is the shock that I put my body through, I mm-hmm. should I be sore for a really, really long time. But as of this morning, I mean, yesterday, the muscles were fine. The knees still hurt a little bit. Um, feet were still a little swollen. And it just, it, it felt like my whole foot like needed to crack like a knuckle and everything mm. would have been fine. But as of this morning, um, the bottom of my feet are still a little tender. My heels are still a little tender, but I was at the gym this morning doing some deadlifts and squats uh, everything went fine there and i honestly feel great good that's fantastic man well if people have not heard the uh the discussion it's a uh, it's definitely a fun one for sure it's just chris berto and myself and we have um some audio from uh, berto's time in the run when he called into the keto man's club hotline and, and shared some details there so if you haven't heard it go and check it out for sure uh, as i mentioned a few minutes ago um our the third of our triangle chris duckett is um out this week and uh wish him well and he will be back in the very near future so uh um, we'll catch up with him the next time he's able to join us here on the show. And we'll introduce our guest in a couple of moments. But uh, Berto, anything else you want to share or discuss a little bit before we do a couple quick shout outs and get to the meat and potatoes? Well, we can't say meat and potatoes on this podcast, can we? 
<laughs> meat and meat. <laughs> meat and this meat and meat. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anything else you want to share though? Uh, yeah, a couple things real quick. Um, yeah, I did, like I said, I ran that half marathon and it, what, I, what I found fascinating is, you know, I went back to work barely on Monday. Like I had to work on Monday, which was interesting to say the least. Cause you know, I was extremely sore and achy. So that, that was a, a bit of a challenge just getting around nothing I couldn't overcome, but it was, uh, it, it was, everybody that saw me was like, yeah, good job there, buddy. <laughs> but yeah. I, I will say, uh, one thing that has come out of that, that actually really surprised me is, you know, between, even between the customers that I have at work, uh, personal friends in my day-to-day life, a couple guys, um, from the, from the group, uh, all, you know, because of me, according to them decided that they're signing up for the very next 5k and even next year's Austin half marathon. Awesome. They could have, they're like, man, you did it and you don't run. Like if we have time, we probably do it too. And I'm like, I think you should. Hey, that's fantastic, man. I don't know that I would advise everybody to uh, go out there and do the half on their first time with two weeks and less of training, but for a 5k and whatnot, that's, that's really awesome for those guys. So kudos to them. I'm curious. So you're you're down in Texas. I'm in Southern Indiana. Our regular listeners know that. Have you guys had the? We're not going into coronavirus, but have you guys had the flu hit down in Texas at all? Yeah, it's it's been making its rounds here and there. I mean, uh, it went through my warehouse. Luckily, I don't really ever have to show up to my warehouse for my day to day job. But it, it swept through my warehouse a couple weeks back, and then even some of the painters that I deal with have been, been getting sick here and there, but sporadically. But it's definitely it's definitely around. Yeah, um, I've been dealing with it. Uh, at work myself, but I haven't had it too much. Uh, a couple of coworkers have taken some time off and whatnot. I've had this like chest rattle though for the last few days, kind of I feel it when I go to bed at night and lay in there. And uh, I, I need my grandma's uh, Vicks Vapo Rub. That stuff used to just knock the that all out and everything. So maybe maybe I'll call my grandma and see if she can hook me up with some kind of <laughs> family recipe or something like that. So. Um, well, let's do a couple quick shout outs um, in the groups here before we introduce our guest. So, Berto, who is on uh, your list this week? I'm not sure if I shouted him out before. I probably have, but uh, I was going to go with our, our good friend, John Lesko. He was part of the very first boot camp and uh, he's an endurance athlete. You know, we, we actually spoke to him. You'll be hearing that episode pretty soon here. And when uh, he found out that I was dumb, dumb enough to take on this half marathon challenge, he really much gave me no choice, but forced himself to chime in with very, very, very good advice and just making me think about a couple of different things and how to approach things. And, you know, do I really want to do this? And, you know, don't try to overexert yourself and just, just a ton of really, really good advice that I, I guess would only come from a coach slash endurance athlete that I, I am going to say helped me tremendously. So you know, a lot of that was going through my mind as I was running. And then, you know, he decided to set his own PR that same day. So it was, it was just really, really cool. Hell of a guy, really, really knowledgeable. And I mean, uh, internet's a beautiful place sometimes, man. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, I'm going to give a uh, shout out to George Buchanan from Illinois, who uh, posted in uh, our group middle of February. Amazing thing, this group. I found and the keto life. I'm horseback riding, zip lining, going to public places, swimming with no shirt on, cave exploring. Most recently, I was able to go to the daddy daughter dance with my sweet daughter without hiding in the corner. We won free season pool passes for being the second best dancers. He has lost 165 pounds 
on keto, and he is getting ready to start into the uh, toning up weightlifting part of his journey. He writes, um, starting to do the uh, keto gains five by five. Um, so fantastic job, George, and uh, love the photo of you and your daughter on the dance floor in the group. And uh, yeah, just pretty stinking remarkable. So that's my uh, that's my shout out there for the week. Uh, let's get shifted over to our guest, and I know he's going to mention shout outs at some point in the discussion, but <laughs> we'll talk about why in just a couple of moments. So, uh, Berto, I'm going to give you the floor and let you uh, introduce um, the guest for the week. So our guest this week is is in the group. Uh, I deal with him on multiple. I deal with him. That, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? I interact. I interact well, from our pre-interview discussion, we do deal with this guy, but that's another story. <laughs> I interact. I, <clears throat> I interact with him on, on different platforms. A uh, virtual friend, probably going to be a real friend here after this conversation. Uh, Greg Bevington, welcome to the show. Good to talk to you guys. How's it going? We are good. We are good, sir. Where in the world are you, Greg? I am in Ottawa, up uh, up in the Great White North of, uh, of Canada. Are you a, a native Canadian? I am. Yeah, I uh, was born born in Toronto, and then moved around a little bit as a kid. My dad was uh, Air Force, so we uh, got shipped around across the country a bit, and then uh, been in Ottawa since uh, about eighty seven or so. So been a while. Excellent. Well, tell us a little bit about you, kind of your uh, you know what you do for a living, family situation, and whatnot, and then we'll start uh, diving in a little bit on the keto side of things. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, 39, uh, married almost 10 years, uh, father of two boys, eight and three, busy with them all the time. And uh, I, uh, I work for a um, large financial institution up here in Canada. Um, so uh, yeah, it's uh, a short video. <laughs> so Greg, you've been in Canada, family and whatnot. And um, let's go back kind of towards uh, the beginning. Talk about uh, childhood. Were you you know, were you a bigger kid? Because were you regular size, family life? Tell us a little bit about uh, growing up. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I was I was definitely I was a bigger kid. Um, you know, more once I hit around the age of like seven or eight or so. Um, bit of backstory. Um, my mom passed away when she was forty three. Um, back in nineteen eighty nine, I was uh, eight years old when she passed, and uh, so it uh, that kind of I, I feel like some of that kind of led me down a path of some inconsistencies as far as diet and weight goes just with all the ups and downs of that and then you know my dad then trying to raise me and my brother uh, on his own for a while and uh you know he was uh, he was he was working full time I mentioned to you guys uh, you know he was he was air force so it was a lot of stuff where he was on the road a lot um so you know the the Swanson TV dinners were uh, a, a staple in our house so there was there was definitely some uh, some bad diet habits that started early on um, as a result of some of that. And uh, yeah, so a few years later, I ended up, I moved out fairly young um, on my own. I was 16 when I moved out um, on my own, started working. Um, So being 16, not knowing anything good as far as nutrition, um, you know, ramen noodles ended up being a a pretty consistent staple in my uh, my diet. And, uh, you know, and I I was young enough then that I was, you know, easily able to to burn off all the, the garbage I was eating, um, but then gradually started creeping its way up. Um, a few years later, my dad actually passed when I was 21, um, and I think just a, a combination of you know childhood and then just depression issues and everything else related to my parents losing them fairly early on. It uh, 
it definitely led to some bad habits as far as eating and, uh, you know, got me to a point where eventually by, by the time I started keto in 2018, I was, I was up over 300 pounds. So it was, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm just shy of six one. So I was, uh, I was, I was, I was what you would call, you know, definitely overly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sure. I was just kind of scrolling through the, the, the group here, just looking at some of your pictures and your transformation pictures are pretty amazing. And so you went from, what do we have here? 300 pounds and a 42 inch waist to about two. Are you right now? How much do you weigh right now? Um, I'm, I've been hovering the last couple of months. I've been hovering around 200. I just sort of, I, I eased off a little bit on, on trying to actively lose, um, for a little while. I weighed in the other day. I was at 196.6 actually. So that was a, that was a, definitely a, a low of my adult life as far as weight goes, but a, uh, personal high as far as, <laughs> as, as far as the, the significance of the number for sure so yeah the important statistic there is here it says you were in a 32 inch pair of jeans which yeah. is, is smaller pair of jeans than eyewear <laughs> so just to put things into reference for you so so uh how long did it take you to go from 300 plus to 199 um i was i started so it was june june 24th of 2018 was when i actually started um i had uh, a bit of backstory as far as the lead up of that i had i'd gone through early 2018 like as soon as january hit i started started having some, some gastrointestinal issues and stuff. And just, you know, things weren't, uh, things weren't feeling good. Um, you know, as far as digestion goes, um, so that sort of passed, but just sort of, it got put on the back burner after a little bit. Um, but I'd been having leading up to that, some really significant, um, sciatic nerve. So for, for that, if for anybody who hasn't experienced it, it's, it basically feels like somebody's jabbing a serrated knife into your but mm. for lack of a better way to, to put it, it's just a, it's a pinched nerve and it, it, it hurts like hell. Um, it was getting to the point where it was all I could do to make it from the parking lot in my office to, to the building some days just cause it, it hurts so bad. Um, so I finally, finally decided to, uh, to go and talk to my doctor about it. And, uh, he was mentioning as far as just, uh, you know, the, the possibility of being able to try and do some, some physio, but then he, he mentioned, um, you know, he, he looked at me, he said, you and I both know that losing some weight is going to help. And, you know, it was sort of a, a bit of a wake up call for me as to, you know, I knew I was, I had been packing on the pounds and I knew I needed to start somewhere, but just didn't know what to do or, or how to do it. And, and he actually, he was the one who, who mentioned that he had some of his patients that had, uh, had started keto. Um, and so he, he gave me sort of a, a brief explanation of it as far as, uh, you know, just the, the high fat, moderate protein, low carb. He said, take a look at it, you know, see what you think. And, you know, it might be something to look into. So that was on a Monday and I spent the next few days just binging on all the information I could possibly come across. Um, ended up coming across the diet doctor website, uh, rule.me was a, a big one for me as well. Um, Matt and Mega with Keto Connect found the magic pill documentary on Netflix and just, I went full bore just trying to get all the information I could. And by the next weekend, I was like, you know what? I might as well. I've got I've got nothing to lose but uh, a lot of weight and uh, you know a, a few years of my life at this point. So I might as well just jump in. And so yeah, that was that was on the Monday, and then the following Sunday I started keto um, and just you know went full bore, dropped like I think eighteen pounds in my first month. And, oh wow! Uh, and it, it just you know it, it it sort of tapered off a little bit from there, but then you know it still stayed fairly consistent um, the whole way through, and just just committed myself 
to it and said, you know what, like no more excuses. I gotta, I gotta do this. And yeah, it just sort of it, it snowballed from there. Were you an athletic guy at all, Greg? Did you do any sports growing up or anything? Um, growing up, it was, I, I played a bit of, uh, just sort of like house league basketball and stuff, um, as a kid, but you know, I, I was, I, I was one of the bigger kids and, and to be perfectly honest, uh, as much as I, I loved watching basketball back in the days of Michael Jordan, um, hated playing it. <laughs> but it's, it, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of wanted to, uh, to do like my, my older brother and be able to go and, uh, play hockey and stuff. But I think my dad having had already gone through that with my brother, didn't want to have to do the 5am drives out to the rink. So I ended up getting stuck with basketball. Um, but, um, yeah. And then in, like into my teens, I really got into mountain biking for a while. Um, like really like heavy into it, um, was loving it. And then ended up having a bad crash when I was about 18, 19, ended up wrecking my bike as a result of it. I couldn't afford to get a new one at the time and that just sort of fell off the uh fell off the radar mm-hmm. and then just you know life got in the way and excuses came and uh the weight came too so sure sure so you talked about the weight loss when you started keto the 16 pounds and whatnot was it an easy mental change for you to switch to that way of eating or did you kind of uh, like oh give me some french fries again or what's what's is there a canadian thing um you know <laughs> i mean i'm so used to american fast food is there a canadian fast food staple up there yeah i mean uh, i think a lot of our uh, a lot of our, our our typical fast food staples are uh, are pretty much the same the mcdonald's and the wendy's and all that garbage um we, we got five guys a few years back so that was a treat mm-hmm. but um yeah <laughs> I, I mean it was i was never big on the fast food stuff it was just you know when i would eat it was just the quantities were just off the charts um you know like it, it was and that was that was something that was actually a really big wake-up call for me when i when i did start because i, I could to start tracking right off the bat um and at the time I was in my fitness pal then switched to eventually a carb manager um for uh for tracking apps but for that first day um and when i started it was supposed to be eating like 2500 calories or something to still be in a bit of a deficit and it, it made me realize immediately just how much i had been eating um to to get to the point where it was um like i'm sure even to this day if i tried to, to punch in what i think i would have been in a day back then like it would just it would be staggering um you know and I, I have no doubt that if if I hadn't already dropped a heart attack by now, that you know I probably would have cracked 350 by now if, if I hadn't stopped when I did. So and it's amazing when you connect, when you kind of look back and you when you when you're eating all the carbs <clears throat> and stuff like how much how many calories you can actually eat when uh, when you know you're you're down in carbs at every meal because you're you're hungry oh, more often. We, we all know how that goes. That was uh, I just recently had a conversation with a, a buddy uh, who who's actually a, a bodybuilder and uh, he saw my you know my drinking my, my water bottle. I carry around. It's got a keto savage band around it, and he's like, "Oh, keto? Huh? He's like, "Oh, that's cool." He's like, "You know, bodybuilder." He's like, "Eventually, you know, we we, you, we we all end up there as part of the prep." And then uh, we got into talking about cutting and bulking, and I was telling him about my bulk and the calories I was eating, and he's just staring at me. He's like, "You were eating almost four thousand calories a day." He's like, "But with no carbs." He's like, "Man," he's like, "That is an insane amount of food." <laughs> so like, he was even oh, able yeah. to appreciate because he knows like, okay, if you're eating if you're eating white or brown rice and potatoes and stuff, you could probably hit that number you know, fairly easily. He's like, but the way you did it, he's like, wow. He's like, that's, that's pretty insane. <laughs> yeah. Your, your meals are definitely, uh, they're, uh, they're, they're pretty epic to, to say the least. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. Well, you, you're not, you're, you're no slouch in the kitchen either, man. Uh, let, let's, let's perfect little segue right there. I'm looking at uh chicken heart shirtake pesto. I'm looking at, uh, what do we got here? Chicken breasts, 
with shirataki noodles mashed up in avocado. We got some spices and some parmesan. Got some smoked sausage, mussels, habanero garlic pepper. Ben, you know what you're doing. So you take the food seriously. Uh, what was your inspiration for all this stuff? Or you kind of just go for it. Um, there, what, what do you, where does all these ideas for these meals come from? Um, well, I mean, definitely like any of like the, the shirataki noodles and, you know, cognac noodles and stuff or cognac, konjac, whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> um, it, it, the, the noodles have definitely uh, become a, a pretty regular staple just because it's, so, it's such an easy way to, to bulk up a meal, um, you know, make it feel like you're, you're having a little bit more of the, the stuff that would uh, fill you up beforehand. Um, to be honest, a lot of the stuff that I, that I throw together, it's just sort of, it's on a whim. Um, you know, I'm, I'm fairly lucky that I'm not a, I'm not a picky eater. So, I mean, I, I can, I can easily eat the same thing three days in a row and not care. Um, you know, where I know some people, they'll look at that and they'll be like, oh man, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't eat the same thing over and over again. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's it, a lot of the, a lot of the, the ways that I'll change stuff up is just, just with the seasoning and stuff, right? Like you can, you can take the same meal and just season it a little bit differently and, and totally change it. Um, you know, even, even tonight and like, I know there's, there's not a lot of people that have done keto that aren't familiar with the whole egg roll in a bowl or whatever it is. Um, you know, just coleslaw mix and ground beef or pork or whatever, um, and just fry it up. But I, it, tonight I, I was like, you know what, I need to, need to add a little bit more fat to it. Cause just cause the, uh, the, the meat I was using was a bit leaner. So I, uh, I just threw in a cup of shredded cheddar and it was just, it totally changed it. And I was like, how have I not? I think I actually posted about it too. <laughs> I was like, how, how have I never added cheese to this before? Like, <laughs> you know, I was, and I was almost sad when it was done just because it was, it was like, man, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's bad you know it's good when you when you want to shed a tear after it's all said and done oh yeah just i looked at the bowl and like i looked over at my wife i'm like that was so good i just i, I didn't want it to end like <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sure she's looked at you and said the same thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sorry, I'm Greg. I'm not touching that one. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> oh my Y'all are god! are gonna get me in a big old pile of shit. <laughs> I am only teasing Greg more so because when we started the conversation before we actually started recording, we were giving each other a little bit back and forth and everything, which we'll talk about later. So I say it all in fun and all appreciation. Oh yeah, Greg is a very active member of the group and everything. When you came, when you were doing the um, first getting onto keto, you know, we hear repeatedly from guys talking about mental clarity talk can you share a little bit about um any changes that you experienced with that better thinking processes or anything along the lines once you were on the keto um yeah i mean definitely you know i i think i was i was really lucky early on that i didn't go through um you know i've heard some people refer to it as like a hell week as, as far as the keto flu goes and to be honest like i started on the monday and i remember on the thursday i had like just absolutely debilitating headache it, it was so bad but i was really you know i, I started looking into it and I was like, okay, like, uh, I don't care if I have to chug half a jar of pickle juice, like just to get some <laughs> electrolytes into me, like I'm going to push through this. Um, and felt reasonably good by the next day. And mm -hmm. it, it was, it was actually really amazing as far as the clarity go, because it was, it was honestly like one day I just woke up, um, you know, like a week, a week and a half in, and it was just like night and day from the day before. Like it, it was really, I almost didn't believe it just because the fact that I, I just, all of a sudden I felt alert, um, you know, for, for years years if we went on road trips um you know my wife would end up doing a lot of the driving just because i was i was dozing off you know i had a hard time keeping my eyes open for for you know 
half hour drive. Um, and within a couple of weeks, um, we did a trip to, to go see some family down, uh, down in a town called Belleville, um, about three hours from here and, um, ended up wife and kids stayed down there for a couple extra days. I had to come back to, to work. And so I drove back on my own on the Monday night and then drove back down after my Wednesday night shift, you know, worked a full eight hour shift, drove three hours, um, nonstop. And, and like, just, I was alert. It was, it was, it was bizarre. Um, you know, and, and without like any extra copious amounts of caffeine or that. So it was just the, the clarity aspect of it really, um, it, it, it was quite a stunner for me as far as just the, the difference of just without ever having really realized, um, you know, just that, that it was possible to feel like that. It was, it was really weird, but, yeah, but it's, at the same time, it's interesting when you discover like normal, like, Oh, this is what normal is supposed to feel like. Oh yeah. You know, like, like things are not supposed to be a constant struggle for, you know, like random daily tasks. Like, Oh, normal. And, yeah. I remember when that, when I had first had that experience, I'm like, Oh, so this is what it feels like to be normal. As I can imagine it, you know, it sounds like you had the exact same experience. And then, I mean, very similar story to mine where I didn't have much of a keto flu for me. I, it, it was almost like the moment I decided to start keto, the benefits just started pouring in. Like I never had keto flu. I never had any like fogginess. I never had any of the, the symptoms that people talk about. For me, it was just like sunshine and, and from like from day one, from the first moment. So, I mean, it sounds oh, like yeah. you were very, very similar. Well, as far as the benefits go too, um, you know, and I, I know I've mentioned some of that um, on, on the group and stuff too, where, you know, it's not even just the sciatic and, you know, the sciatic nerve pain, which has almost completely dissipated. Um, you know, I'm, I'm at a point now where if I've got to stand in one place for half an hour, it'll start to, it'll, it'll start to tense up on me a bit, but nothing like before, um, before it was like the second I woke up in the morning, tried to step and step out of bed, like hurt constantly. Um, but between that, um, I was diagnosed with sleep apnea, um, probably in like 20, 2014, I think. And so I was using a CPAP machine for several years. Um, and before that was, you know, like uh, sleeping in the spare bedroom and stuff until we needed it for, uh, for our second son <laughs> and, and snoring loud enough that, um, you know, our, our, my oldest son was in the next room and I, I, I would actually wake him up through the wall, um, just because snoring that loud and, you know, finally went and got a sleep study done and, uh, got a machine and it helped. But at the same time, it's, uh, you know, if for anybody who's ever had to use one before, it's not really fun feeling like you're wearing a Darth Vader mask when you're uh, curling up to, to tuck in for the night. So, um, within I'd say, so it was June of 2018 when I started keto by January of last year, um, I, uh, I stopped using the CPAP and haven't, haven't gone back since. Did you talk so, to your doctor about going away from the CPAP? And, and I'm for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, you can feel better, but is, are you doing better kind of thing? Um, but also some people have sleep apnea unrelated to, uh, their weight situation that they've got some other condition or whatever. So I'm just kind of curious if you had any discussion with the doctor about, uh, going off of it. Um, for me, I didn't, um, when I, when I actually went for the sleep study, um, which it's ironic that they call it a sleep study because if you've ever had one, you, you don't really sleep. Right. Um, you know, you've, you've got all these probes and everything that are stuck to your head and it's, it's just, it's a horrible, horrible night's sleep. But, um, when I, when I went for it, they said technically I was borderline as far as actual sleep apnea. Um, but everything that I, you know, when I actually talked to the the sleep doctor and stuff about it, um, and, and he had said at the time that a, a good chunk of it was because of extra weight. 
um, you know, and I, and I did have, um, I, I was carrying a lot of extra weight on my neck. Um, you know, I could, I could feel it almost in the back of my throat as far as just the extra fat. <laughs> so it, um, you know, I, I started sort of experimenting with, with trying nights without it. And then eventually it was just, I looked at my wife, I was like, no, I, I haven't used it in a couple of weeks now. Like, have I, have I woke you up at all? And she said, no. And I was, you know, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was definitely quite a moment to, uh, to finally get to a point where I was like, oh my God, this is, this might actually be a thing of the past. And it, it, it was, uh, I, I was so self-conscious about it for, for a long time that I actually, uh, it was, even though I stopped using it in January of, of last year, um, I think it was only November when I finally put it away. Cause I was just like, just in case I'm going to mm-hmm. keep this thing, keep this thing ready. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, that, that luckily that, that night never came. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely been a, a big game changer and I don't, and I don't feel like crap in the morning. Um, you know, I could, I could tell if I had a bad night's sleep before, um, if I didn't wear it and, and now it's like, you know, I, I get up and I'm good to go once, That's once fantastic. I hit, once I hit snooze a few times, but yeah, <laughs> who does we all do that? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not a problem. No, that's amazing, man. So what do we got? Uh, what are your goals? What are your plans? Uh, you, what are you working out now? What, what do you have coming up in the future? Since, you know, you're, you found a, what I'm going to go ahead and call your maintenance. And uh, you don't seem like the kind of guy that just likes to sit still and, and just settle down with things. No, um, you know, uh, I've, I've definitely started working about it, working out a bit more. Um, you know, I, I don't have a gym membership on the go at the moment, but, uh, you know, I've, I've got a couple of dumbbells down in the basement that I'll, uh, I'll toss around every once in a while and, you know, get that done. I think a lot of it, I'm just looking forward to, uh, in the spring, once there's some, once there's some better weather outside and I don't have to bundle up in, uh, you know, some snow gear and everything. Just, uh, I started running again last year, actually, um, in the summer, I live right next to a high school. So I just go out at night and hit the track and just start doing laps. And, uh, it, it hurt, but it was like a, it was a good hurt. And I kind of want to, I want to get back into that again. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking to, to bulk up or anything like that too much. I might've, might eventually start hitting the gym more often, but it's, uh, you know, for now I'm, I'm pretty content with just, uh, you know, I, when I, when I feel like being active, I just, I get out there and do it when I'm busy enough with, uh, with chasing my kids around and stuff too. And, uh, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> do your, uh, do your wife and kids follow keto at all? Uh, they do not actually. Um, so that's, uh, th- that's, that's definitely been, uh, interesting to, uh, <laughs> we've hit the hot button issue now. <laughs> yeah, no, well, not so much actually i mean it's it's something where it's you know my wife's obviously seen um seen the changes um she's 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 mentioned that she she doesn't really have any interest in trying to do what i do as far as just the diet goes um you know when it comes to to anything as far as weight goes she'll she'll hop on weight watchers and be totally content with it and i'm not one to push it on anybody um you know i've got i've had plenty of friends and coworkers and whatnot that even complete uh complete strangers that have reached out to me online to uh to look for pointers tips and stuff like that and I'm more than happy to help if they want to, but uh, until then, you know, if, if, if somebody doesn't want to, to do that, I get it. It's not for everybody. Um, but, uh, yeah, as far as, as far as them doing keto, that's, that's one of the challenges in our house is that, cause I, I actually do a lot of the cooking, um, myself. So nine times out of 10, when you see, um, you know, any of my posts, as far as food goes, what I'm eating that night, I've also made a whole separate meal for them at the same time. So <laughs> what, what you don't see is the, uh, the two or three fry pans that are on the go at the same time with, 
uh, tonight I did, did my meal and then for, uh, for them, I, you know, made up some pasta dish and, you know, I still, I'm more conscious about sugars and carbs and stuff and that, you know, maybe not having quite as much rice and pasta, um, as, uh, as before, but not in like a, not in a keto way. Uh, you know, it, at, at, at the most, you know, I'll, I'll make some of their, their meals a little lower carb than I might've done before. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's, it, as far as keto goes, it's been a total game changer. Like as far as just when you go and do groceries, once, once you, once it clicks and figure it out and you walk into a grocery store and it's like, you just, you look in, you're looking at everything just completely differently. Um, you know, than, than you did before. Uh, and it's, it's, uh, it's really, really something. Good deal. What's your, what is your favorite, uh, keto meal and you can't say steak. You know, I was thinking about this earlier today. I knew you were going to ask me that. If I had to say right now, it would honestly be the, the, uh, just the, the ground meat with, with the coleslaw and the cheese that I made tonight. <laughs> so it was, if I could have that again right now, I'd be totally happy. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I keep it simple. Um, you know, if you give me some, some ground beef and, um, you know, a bit of, a bit of coleslaw mix and I can, I can, I can keep it pretty, uh, consistently different if you will, <laughs> you know, from one night to the next, um, you know, just with, uh, some extra seasoning and stuff like that. So it's, I'm, I'm not too picky as far as that goes, but if I, if I had to choose a steak, yeah, I know it breaks the rule, but I'll take a ribbit and ribeye any day. Not at all. Not at all. Berto, anything else? Um, so I, uh, I work for, I work for a bank up here. Um, no I shame in that. Um, so I work in our, our collections area. So I've, oh, uh, I've done what do you that do for, for 13 years and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting work. It's, you know, talking to a lot of people that are uh, going through some pretty difficult, uh, periods of our life and trying to help them to figure things out as far as their deck dads go and, uh, getting things back on track. So it's, uh, it comes with its challenges and its stresses, but, uh, you know, as, as well as the, the challenges of working a desk job too. So, uh, which is where some of the weight came from, I'm sure too. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's about it as far as that goes. Do you recall how you found, um, the keto man's club? Uh, I do actually. Um, oddly enough, it was, um, when I first was introduced to, um, to, uh, Gormy, Mike Gorman, um, uh, rest in peace. May his beard be, um, <laughs> Which uh, and and again, if I can if I can express my condolences to Chris because I know he's not with us tonight. Um, he was he was heartbroken over the loss of uh, of, <laughs> of beard. So I'm sure he's he's having a he having may be a in mourning still actually. He is. He's he's on uh, he's on bereavement from the uh, from the math club at the moment. So poor guy. Is, I, <laughs> It came, it came as a shock to all of us. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, I actually, um, from, from the shock and awe, uh, Robert Sexton, baby face, Mike Gorman, uh, Guido Savage, um, back in the spring. And he started talking to this guy, Gormy goes, Kito, and that was my introduction to him. And then he mentioned, I think at the time, as far as, uh, Facebook group that he was pretty active in. Um, I've, I've been pretty active on Facebook groups, uh, you know, keto related ones. Um, there's one, the actual moderator for here in Ottawa. It's, we've got over over four thousand members ourselves, um, but uh, had never actually happened across the uh, the men's club page, and so then joined into that. And a few weeks later, you guys launched the podcast, and so I've just been going nuts on them ever since. And and let's just uh, let's just get it taken care of now, Greg. Um, <laughs> you know, since you say that you've been going nuts over the podcast, so um, we've done forty plus episodes of the Keto Man's Cup Club. Podcast podcast and um, are you give me a shout out jim is that what you're about to do you you are, are, you, are don't, you don't don't kill it man don't kill it right now <laughs> 
And I think it was Chris who suggested that we do the shout outs of the week where Berto, <laughs> myself and Chris will like find somebody in the group who's done something really good or, you know, has really overcome a challenge, whatever the case may be. So tonight, as we're getting lined up to pre- do the pre-record and all that other stuff and everything, <laughs> I dial in, you know, I'm doing my regular nightly thing and when I do this recording and all this other stuff. And I am greeted with the never gave me a shout out, Jim. <laughs> so, you so, Greg is, so Greg is so dialed into the possible keto. moment. <laughs> yes, yeah, obviously. Greg is so dialed into the Keto Man's Club podcast that I would not be surprised if this bank collections officer has an Excel spreadsheet of who gets a shout out every week. And he's tracking who Jim gives, who Alberto gives, and who Chris gives to. And I have not given a shout out to Greg. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I almost feel like now that I am. Gonna, uh, go ahead. No, no. That's uh, I, am, I am no expert in Excel. That's for sure. But so, for real, if you got that spreadsheet, you'll just get a copy uh, of it. You know, I'm better equipped to do that one. Well, I'm just thinking. I'm gonna. <laughs> you're gonna be like my new. Um, I don't know if you ever watched the Jimmy Kimmel show, but he used to do a thing where he would try to. He would say that Matt Damon was gonna be a guest on that night, but then at the end of the show, he was like, "Oh, we ran out of time for Matt Damon, so you're gonna be my new Matt Damon." And we get through the podcast like, "Oh, we forgot to." give a shout out to Greg. We'll do that next week kind of thing. And we'll just carry that on moving forward. <laughs> I love it. That's hilarious. No, it's uh no, I mean it's it's definitely it's appreciated as far as, you know, the the shout outs that I have had of you know the first one alone kind of caught me off guard, you know, That's listening great. one day and uh all of a sudden Berto's calling me out for chicken or of all things to get shouted out for. <laughs> but uh yeah, let's let's talk chicken hearts for a minute because uh, we both. Well, I'm not going to say I enjoy them, but, but I definitely eat them, and I've tried to had to find a way to eat them. And we've discussed it before, but the only way that I can tent, seem to stomach these things is is I've got it figured out to where I've got I've got to brine them in the salt brine for 24 hours, which tenderizes them tremendously. Then I will wrap them in bacon and I will smoke them on my my I'm stick burner outside. Your method sounds delicious. You're smoking bacon. So pretty much the whole thing just tastes like bacon. <laughs> and i can stomach it what's your what's your go-to way for the chicken hearts yeah it's uh you know maybe if uh if i'm down in texas anytime and they'll up uh, in some of them but uh you know. um <laughs> well, there's yeah, an offset I, smoker I, involved a lot of times working I, anyway so been, uh, <laughs> you know start started out actually is just passing by the meat section of the grocery store and, and seeing these things and i was like you know what like i can pick up like a pound and a half of these things for like four, i might as well try them you know worst thing is they taste like liver and i toss them in the bin so um it, yeah i'll uh I'll just season the crap out of them, um, you know, and, and that's that's pretty much it. I've, the one thing I really do actually like them for is uh, in the in the summer, I'll um, throw them on skewers and I'll actually do them on the barbecue, and uh, you know, they'll get a little bit of a crisp on them, and they're actually pretty good. So I'll I'll do those up with uh, with some bait. What do I call them? Mm-hmm. Oh, like I'll just throw them on skewers and uh, and, and yeah, what do you call those? Pro- protein. Yeah. Didn't you have a name for it? Like when you said you throw them on the grill when you cook them with when you cook. I don't know. You caught me off guard with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? You call them protein peanuts or what, protein popcorn or something? What was it? <laughs> so there was. Yeah, there was something that oh, we came okay. up with in the middle of the comments. Right? It was either protein um, peanuts yeah, or I'll protein just, popcorn. We were just talking uh, about how we just the, throw the them on the grill and you cook something else. So when they get all nice and crunchy, then you got something to snack on while the rest of your food from, is cooking. Uh, my little butcher. <laughs> I can get like two kilos of the thing for five bucks. It's just these perfect little nuggets of bacon. And do those on the, uh, on the barbecue. And they're just 
amazing yeah pretty much and uh you know it, it works all right it's it, and it doesn't take 24 hours uh, you know, to, to bind them so, so you'll like make but, little bits it's, and, it, i mean they're not my favorite but oh, <laughs> i could see that working i could definitely see it's, that working yeah like well same thing goes like they're, they're not my favorite but i mean if you're gonna start diving into the the like nutrient dense scope of things i think it's a well, great first step because yeah. there's a lot you can do with them the they're, they're small of, enough you know, and they're cheap enough to where if, if, if it's just thinking it works for you like you said you can just pitch the whole thing you like you're out like a buck 50 you're not even you're not gonna cry over stuff like that i don't know like i love danny but i you know unless unless you just drown in bacon grease it's still gonna it tastes like liver and it's just but uh but yeah i definitely you know and in, in, in hearing denny talk a lot about you know just organ meats and and, and the nutrient profile and stuff it, it's i'm i'm compelled to try a bit more than I, I would have in the past like i've done a bit of beef heart um i actually found grocery nearby that has uh lamb hearts so i'm curious i think that'll be next uh next thing to try um you know and it, i mean it hearts like a, a good starter for anybody who has done organ meats before it's definitely a, a good way to to start just give the fact that it's it's essentially muscle you know uh you know the texture's a little bit it's, it's a good way to ease so one last thing that i always i like to ask um guests um best part of the keto man's club group for you um just the, the community Fantastic. um you know, be it the man's club or, or just the the online community in general you got you guys are all on instagram i've gotten a lot more active on in the last year. um you know they're just everybody's really supportive of each other um, like you're always gonna get the odd bad apple in there that'll this ain't keto that ain't going all that but you know at the end of the day we're all all kind of headed in the same direction as far as just trying to better our health and, and everyone's really really supportive of each other as far as just trying to offer advice hey this worked me maybe try this um, you know uh, just sharing information and ideas and recipes as far as man's club there's, there's definitely a, a healthy amount of banter that goes back and forth in that group so it's uh, and, uh you know mm-hmm. I'm getting, getting too serious uh, like getting some of the uh, some of the yeah, it's, uh, it's just it's a it's a great little community all right, I might give you a shout out then. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I'll still be waiting for my check in the mail. That's, account, that's an A plus answer, there, sir. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think it should be. But, I was going to say, I don't think Jim can come on yesterday, buddy. That's only going to give you about seventy cents, oh. and you know, I still feel like I'm going to be eating crow for a few, uh, a few episodes <laughs> after this one. So that's, that's fine. <laughs> oh gosh, is there anything, Greg, that we haven't asked you that you want to share or talk about or anything at all before we start wrapping up? Uh, no, man. I mean, it's I, I appreciate it. You know, <laughs> reached out to me a few weeks back. Um, you know, I I'd actually just finished listening to the episode that you guys did with uh with danny vega that day um you know and I've, I've followed danny for pretty much the entirety of the time that i've been doing doing keto and uh it, you know to to get reached out to uh to do the same show um you know on that same day was it was kind of surreal um you know, I, th- I think my my initial answer was what really <laughs> yeah are, are you sure like um you know you you talked to to danny and then you were uh you know you were speaking to uh to the dudette from <laughs> earlier and you know to, to be in that kind of a, a grouping of people is uh, kind of cool actually so, you know it's appreciated you know you guys are you guys are doing a great great thing between this show and the group and the beginners group is uh you know really picking up some steam um and and even the uh i should say as well the uh the mentorship um part of the uh the main group 
because um, I've, I've actually been involved in that. I've been uh, been actually talking with a, another fellow Canadian member for the the last few weeks and helping him out with some of uh, some of his stuff as far as just getting over a plateau. And uh, you know, it's 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 good. It's appreciated everything you guys are doing. You you know, you kind of hit on something. I was talking to um, somebody this week and telling them about the club and kind of what we do and everything like that. And I, I said, you know, there's a lot of guys that are in Texas, but there are a lot of Canadians who follow keto also. And it just kind of seems, I, I don't know why that seems odd to me, but it just, you know, you talked about the group that you helped moderate. And then I've seen it a lot in our group as well. Like there's a, there are a lot of Canadians in the, involved in this way of eating. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's been picking up steam, um, you know, the, the last <laughs> while, um, you know, we definitely, we don't have the, uh, the vast array of, uh, of products up here that, that you guys have, um, mm-hmm. you know, and even in the, in the, the local that I'm, that I'm a part of and there's this friendly people that are like, Oh, hey, I'm driving down to Ogdensburg this week, you know, just across the border in New York state. Um, you know, what, what should I get at Walmart? Um, uh, and people are just chiming in with these lists of, you know, things that they should try and pick up and stuff. Um, but I mean, we, we've, we find a way to do it. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's just eating, you know, you get your protein, you get your fat, you get a little bit of veg in there and you're good to go. So you don't need anything else. And, you know, any of the other stuff is just bonus and half of it is just, you don't need it anyway. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Well, Greg, yeah. Um, there may be another shout out for you in the future. We'll just, we'll just have to see how things go <laughs> over the next week and everything. So. <laughs> Uh, good point. <laughs> but I, uh, I appreciate uh, it. Coming it. On. it was, it was, it was a good discussion for sure, man. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, guys. So, um, let's start wrapping things up. So Greg, obviously you're in, uh, the keto man's club, but if people want to uh, track you down elsewhere, where can they find you? Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the group just about every day. Um, I think the, the only person that posts more than me is probably Birdo. So, <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. And then if not, it's mostly just, uh, you know, I, I post more most of most of my meals they're pretty simple um but i post most of them on instagram so it's just uh <laughs> on instagram is uh g underscore bevs b-e-v-s underscore or underscore keto uh g bevs keto and uh you know feel free to follow me on there i'm open up on uh on instagram and uh shoot me any questions if you got them awesome berto what about you sir Go always find me in the group if uh, Instagram would be L.KetoCholo. And then every once in a while, I decide to throw in my capital underscore awesome. painter. Our good friend Instagram, Chris, who is just a kind of more automotive and body shop really stuff. Fun Duck facts, uh, what it looks like when you mix and paint myself, before you, you shake it all together. Uh, just Jim random interesting stuff like that. are also on Instagram. And Chris, myself, Berto, Greg, and 3,200, 3,300, probably by the time this is up, maybe even 3,400 guys from across the globe are in the Keto Man's Club. So you can always track us down in there and uh, catch up and see what's going on. So uh, just a couple quick reminders here. So if you want to track us down outside of the group, a couple different ways, um, you can go to our website, which is theketomansclub.com. All of our socials are there. You can find links to our Facebook groups, uh, just a whole variety of things. So head over to theketomansclub.com. Uh, you can also email us at ketomansclubpodcast at gmail.com. So ketomansclubpodcast 
Podcast at gmail.com. And that same uh, Keto Man's Club Podcast is our Instagram handle uh, for the group and whatnot. Now, if you want to be really cool, like Berto, and call in and tell us your life story or vent about being on mile 12 and it's hilly as all get out and, you know, you're just, yeah, uh, 512-518-6161 <laughs> is the number. Uh, if you give us a call, Chris handles the uh, phone lines and you might hear your voice on an upcoming episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. So anything else, Alberto, before we uh, wrap it up for the week, sir? Okay. Well, again, Greg, thank you very much for joining us. All kidding aside, appreciate you telling your story and everything, man. And uh, congrats on your uh, success, health-wise, weight-wise, everything like that. I Thanks think we're much, good guys. here. It's been fun. No problem. And uh, for myself, Berto, and Chris, that is it for this week, everybody. So until next week, make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. Thank you for joining us for the Keto Man's Club podcast. Your support means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Would you help us spread the word about the Keto Man's Club by sharing with your friends and family? We're available on all podcast platforms, so just search for Keto Man's Club and you'll find us. If you would like to connect with us, you can do so a number of ways. Our web address leads to our Facebook group, theketomansclub.com. That's T H E. K-E-T-O-M-A-N-S-C-L-U-B.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Keto Man's Club Podcast. Lastly, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out via email to Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining us today, and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week. <laughs>